0: Oh, I like the 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 different angle.
1: uh you know, povs, man. You know, you, you, you see a lot of them, so you start getting ideas. Mm-hmm. Where, where where to, where, what to do with the lighting, and all that. I, I haven't eaten, so I will be eating some tacos while we're conversing. That's fine. I'm waiting for some some pad thai. Mm. All right, so we'll start light. What's your, what's your position on the religious, political placing of the uh, Muslim religion in the Middle Eastern politics? <laughs> Wait, what?
0: Can you, can you repeat that?
1: Yeah, what, what's your opinion of the religious, political positioning of, of Muslims in the Middle East? Well,
0: starting it off very lightly. I very think. light. casual banter
1: Mm -hmm.
0: well it depends depends on where it is depends
1: on what you're like generally talking about because that's Um, such a Iran and um, their their treatment of non-muslim people oh so like
0: um, I think in 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 those spheres, in that culture, um, they have a word for, for like for non-believer. It, I don't want to say it because it's a. <laughs> it's the FBI is kicking down. No, no, <laughs> it, like, saying it here is fine, but in South Africa, it's a
1: slur for black people. It's like Ooh. our N-word. Okay, fair enough. Okay, so. My question is, is that because of the culture or is that because of the religion?
0: Okay, first, um, this is th- that's the word. I typed mm. it in the chat. I see. Um, I will not repeat it. That, <laughs> that means Just like someone who's going against God. Mm-hmm. And then if you look in the dictionary, uh, there's that's number one. And then number two is uh, derogatory. It says in italics um a term for a black person in south africa
1: i'm sure there's like um some history behind that transition yeah there there definitely is
0: Mm. but i'm not i don't want to go into that right now okay uh, (laughs) yeah yeah with the treatment of non-religious religious people like Mm -hmm. it's weird because like if you if you think about it in the 70s iran was like popping it was pretty westernized same with Mm -hmm. um afghanistan like Mm -hmm. earlier they used to be like super modern advanced they were definitely um no i'm gonna i'm gonna take my stance on it because like a religious society plunges, plunges everything into a backwards yeah. society. Especially if you go, if you go full on fundamentalist.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like um, it depends on where you are in the uh, in the Islamic world. They will treat you differently, because, for example. In Dagestan and Chechnya and mm-hmm. um, Albania and Bosnia, where they are generally white Muslims, like white Muslim areas/slash countries, um, they have a more adaptive approach because. Um, okay, I, I'm not gonna say about Chechnya, Chechnya and Dagestan but definitely um, Albania and Bosnia because um, of of the Ottoman Empire and like a lot of their, uh, I guess, integration of religion and peoples. So like um, the Ottoman Empire kind of allowed a lot of, uh, they, they allowed a religious people and Christians and Jews to mingle, but of course Muslims had priority over over Mm non-Muslims. But there was still a more or less functioning society. So they let the Kurds be the Kurds, they let the the Egyptians be Egyptian, Uh, the Wahhabis in
1: Saudi Arabia be, do what they want. You're Um, implying that Islam as a religion is uh, by design intolerant, and that Christian no, I'm influence. I'm not anything, because because
0: um, yeah, they they tried to maintain an Islamic state because dude, the Ottoman Empire's flag is a fucking crescent moon. It's the same. I, I think. I think it's similar to the Turkish flag. I think the Turkish flag just kind of tweaked it a little. But more or less, that's the Ottoman Empire. Just small, compact. Um, And I think I wouldn't say it's a problem with Islam, because I think all religions have that um, potential of intolerance and having a form where they create an other. So are you sure though the there is someone for the populace to hate
1: so how would a buddhist go about something like that
0: well i don't i don't know much about um, the religion i know mm-hmm. about some of the philosophy and i know a bit of the history but i i'm not too well versed i just know that in myanmar they they are using the fact that um that muslims generally are extremist and violent and so they're justifying killing and uh and i guess uh extraditing because like they're they're basically like forcing the rohingya muslims into bangladesh which is already like population wise very like uh concentrated i think Mm. bangladesh is like in the top five world populations it's like i think after indonesia Mm. i think um or after japan maybe but i mean bangladesh is tiny yeah um so uh, and I also know um, like what the with the Buddhist, uh, well, not Buddhists really, but China, but that's not really that's something different.
1: Wait, so so you're saying that it's a retaliation then? Um,
0: the way I wouldn't say it's a retaliation. I would say that they're using the fact that um, they're using their religion as a scapegoat to say, Oh yeah, they're they're attacking our religion. They're violent. They don't believe the same stuff we do. They're other people. We hate them. I mean, it's it happens a lot throughout
1: history. Yeah. So so here's the question then: um, is um, does Islam uh, promote uh, violence? And those that aren't violent are actually not obeying their faith uh, to the letter that doesn't because correct me if i'm wrong but exactly the, doesn't um, Muslim, uh, Islam reward um killing those of other faiths with like you know the 74 virgins and all that
0: uh i think that's like completely wrong it's well um mm-hmm. because i think that the Wahhabis are the most, um, I guess, th- that's what I heard. The Wahhabis uh, of Saudi Arabia are the most extreme. But, um, oh, let, depends. let's, like let, let's talk Shias about take
1: each other. I was going to say, let's talk about the most influential. Which um, sect, I guess, uh, branch is actually in charge of government, mostly in the Middle East? I know it's between the Shias, as you mentioned, and the other one. But, uh, you know, because because just because public policy and all that is controlled by the government, regardless.
0: 90% of the world's Muslims are Sunni and mm-hmm. that, that that's um, the Sunnis are everyone except Iran and parts of Afghanistan. I think oh what is the difference yeah the one the one follows the teachings of the nephew of muhammad Mm -hmm. uh, that's the sunnis and then the shias follow the disciples oh okay where do you fall there (laughs) (laughs) yeah i i roll my mat
1: out facing facing east facing mecca right facing mecca yes well, well it's because we live on a sphere it doesn't matter what direction you're facing right like you can always. oh yeah okay angle. sure but uh,
0: i guess Mm-mm. i guess uh, uh american muslims face east and a bit south hmm
1: That's interesting. But, uh, no, there,
0: there, oh. are places, there are places in the world where Christians
1: and Muslims easily can live together. Like that. I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure those neighbors don't know how to I'm lucky. saying
0: places like there are places. I've um, like parts of uh, parts of Iraq and Syria where it's the Kurds. They they generally I think then then you get uh, a third variant, or not a third but another variant of like togetherness it's not religion that brings people together but nationality and that's Mm -hmm. like a new or identity
1: i've heard a lot of horror stories of like um middle eastern christians who you know they, they have to leave their country like for example um uh a doctor that I know, he, he would tell me this story of um, whenever he would apply for a job, right? Instead of asking for his experience, his specialty, they would ask questions like, you know, who is the third prophet and, and things like that. You know, there's pretty much nothing to do with his actual skill as a doctor. He's a very good doctor. Um, and so he's like, this is why I had to leave the country. Like it, it got, it's unbearable over there. Um, so that's why I'm asking it's things like that, uh, where religion starts to overtake public, like life to that extent, uh, that I find disturbing and either it's policy because politics or it's policy because the religion, uh, encourages, uh, those, uh, policies.
0: Hmm. Well, yeah, um, I think because uh, of the recent nationalization and mm-hmm. like very str- stringent Islamic wave mm-hmm. that's been happening recently. It's been because, happening for years, I think. It's, it's been, well, it's like you, it's a wave it's like, you like you mentioned. Like a geopolitical sense like, I would say around the 60s, 70s, mm-hmm. that's when it like really hit when people were like, "Okay, people, we're becoming, to we're becoming infidels ourselves. Um, we're not following the prophet. Blah blah blah." And, I mean, shit, it's kind of stupid, in in my opinion, because similar stuff happened with Christianity. Did it though? Well when you when you regress to such a point oof i just got the got the text from the girl i'm seeing um and then they are saying like she's asking like what are we doing
1: (laughs) you're like well i'm about to smash i don't know about you
0: (laughs) no like because i Um. i like I don't know Fuck.
1: like oh wait she, she was asking that in the um emotional way like what are mm-hmm. you two do- oh I thought you meant like activity
0: <laughs> no no like because what are you
1: doing <laughs> like I
0: want to leave in October bro uh-huh. but until October that's a long time so I don't know like if she doesn't want to to If she feels like that, then I guess I need to I need to be single. Fuck I I've I've already told you. I've already told you that I need to be single, but then I mean your boy needs to needs to do something.
1: Needs to be a boy.
0: (laughs) And I don't like I'm not I'm not fond of um of just having non-emotional sex so like i know like we're talking about <laughs> about islam and muslims and stuff, <laughs> but like that that text threw me off dude
1: well why don't you try explaining to her the situation like i will be possibly living in october i would like to pursue you until then but just know that in October, I, I don't know, I cannot see past that at the moment. Yeah, I'm not I might be a
0: different person. I yeah. might want to
1: stay. I yeah, might want to exactly. do my master's here.
0: She <laughs> keeps on telling me that she wants to leave as well. So okay. I don't I don't
1: know. Mm. I think you should d- do what you did once before, you know, get on that roller coaster, put down the seat belt to make sure you're in an upright position and uh let it go wherever it may yeah that's kind of where i'm at because i don't i don't
0: want things to be too serious right now um like maybe I maybe mean, if if by graduation mm-hmm. which is like june that's that's a decent amount of time to be with someone what, If what by graduation, as too serious
1: like, though what? What do you define as too serious?
0: Like at the moment, fuck. Uh, just saying, I love you and, okay. um, fair. It's, like, that is serious. Buying stuff together.
1: Okay. And is it that? Uh, yeah, too that's serious.
0: Uh, I, like, that's serious. But yeah, too no. serious is like uh, is like starting to think of living together. Okay. Um renting a place together getting an animal thinking of raising a child that's way too much i do not want that wait i may be i might be back i think this is my food okay
1: Up. I got it. Is that good? Good.
0: Yep. I was feeling bad tired. And nice. Oh, so I got some bad tie. Anyway. Spe- speaking to, of hentai, yeah. Back to Middle Eastern
1: Islam stuff. Mm. I don't know why I got my lighter. Okay. Um, Do you know who Sam Harris is? No. He's an atheist um, who I I was first introduced to him when I saw him debate uh, Jordan Peterson on just religion, right? Atheist versus religion. Uh, It's a great back and forth, actually, if you ever feel like being entertained. But the point is, I saw him... Uh, Sam Harris, and Bill Maher uh, debate against um, Islam in particular. Uh, He he said, uh, Sam Harris, he's like, like, as an atheist, I would much prefer the worst Christian over uh, the best Muslim. And he's like, and that's because of a certain, um, uh, what what do you call it, practices uh, hardwired, or he said something like written into the Quran itself. It's like things that cannot be um, questioned or changed because of the nature of what it is uh, you know because that's that's like a point of a pride right uh, to Muslims it's like our our book our holy book is literally unchanged. it's in the same language that it was written that's the same one we have to this day um, and and, and in, in those terms of like the unflexibility of um, you know, changing uh hurts it modernly that which they argue is an advantage uh, christianity has um that because it's more flexible than it is able to you know uh pivot with the times like uh yeah i see
0: yeah i apologize for the the mukbang element
1: that uh, i was gonna say is this asmr uh, <laughs> moment
0: Mukbang more Well, I get that. Uh, I used to think like that mm-hmm. for a while, but like thinking of it in terms of a polit as a political tool, um, like because religion is bottom line a political tool.
1: Um, yeah, absolutely. I think a great example of that is. Uh, Emperor Constantine, the way he kind of uh, merged uh, a lot of pagan things with Christianity, uh, the Council of Nicaea. No, this is not. This is all propaganda made by the left. Or... <laughs> no, no, no.
0: It's a good example. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. the best example is Islam. Oh, okay.
1: Islam. Oh, a... yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. They straight up took over their regional government. Yeah.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Because. There were a lot of more rural people who were mostly complacent and like they had deep-rooted religious opinions, beliefs, Mm -hmm. and these were places that um, have been for years. I mean, during the Ottoman Empire, things were generally all right because of the interconnectedness. But there was also was a like a a rotten behavior as well because there wasn't good infrastructure. People like yeah, the Ottomans ruled, but ruling such a huge portion of land is impossible. So like um, wait, if that's true, how did Genghis Khan do it? they didn't they just like went over went over the place and like there was a there was basically an empire for a few couple of years and then boom a generation later uh, after he died his, yeah after genghis khan died uh his his followers they just split off into different no.
1: parts yeah no absolutely uh yeah for for oh um, here's a uh, uh speaking of Genghis Khan uh tangent real quick. So Genghis Khan uh, killed so many people that he literally um lowered the carbon footprint of humanity on the earth, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, arguably he he's he's been more evil than Hitler, right? He's killed way more people for uh you know lesser reasons, arguably give or take. But the point is, um at what point uh will we see will humanity see hitler the way it sees genghis khan like is is that just a time thing like just because hitler um is closer to modern times, so his evil is more documented so it's it stays in memory much much longer um
0: i don't think so because what hitler did was a more inhumane thing because Back in the days of the Khan himself, it was more of a kill or be killed type of scenario. And I mean yeah, it was like brutal, but you kind of you kind of expect it with ongoing wars and like people dying early and stuff like that. And then then when we get to a more modern society, than treating humans like like the way they the Nazis treated the Jews and gay people and black people and communists and all that. it's it's just like I guess there was a point in time when people realized that, that all this war and all this development that we have there is a sense of camaraderie in humans and like i think after first world war there was geneva conventions there were conventions and the paris accords right paris accords yeah all all these like rules because i think even before that they they attempted to minimize there was a certain point where they attempted to minimize civilian casualty um, because that was like war rules and I guess.
1: But but those war rules really just apply to big countries. Uh, Places like the Middle East, they don't respect it at all. They just do whatever. Uh, Same with uh, I think the Vietnam War. The Vietnamese just did whatever uh, they could.
0: Well, against the US, who.
1: Like, yeah, I was going to say, like, well, you have to see who, who they were up against. Like, could they have really had any chance of playing by the rules?
0: The US definitely broke some. They, there's a. Some? It broke a lot.
1: A lot. Like, some. it's like they don't. Play the, they're not playing the same game, Jesus Christ. It's like everyone's trying to play baseball and they're playing basketball. It's like, mm-hmm. you're what are you doing, guy? Um, but w- at the highest level, countries like China, Russia, and things like that, wouldn't you say that they, they are playing a different game?
0: And there's a good um, piece by, uh, I guess, political scientist called... His name is Mir Scheimer. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually after after our conversation, I'm gonna read, continue reading that. Um, talking about power, basically power. and uh, um, like he argues that you know like there's a lot of other politicians that use I think Mearsheimer also uses the Peloponnesian War as a great example, where there's an established power. And then um, and there's a new coming, a new power that challenges the established power. Okay. Uh, and now, the two have to kind of fight in a battle of attrition to see who's the dominant power, because they, they don't have the man, they, they can't afford to just go at each other fully. Um, so they do like these either skirmishes or economic deals like with China and the US or the um, during the Cold War. So like, there's that. And the Peloponnesian War um, was the great example of Athens being the established power in Greece and then then um, Sparta being a rising power that challenges Athens Athens' uh, authority and that's what's happening with, um, with China and the
1: US mm. so so you think this is just a challenge of power and these challenges of powers really only go one way, but what, okay, aren't you uh, failing to take into account um, China's uh, mis, um I don't know what to call it, mismanagement of their own population. I guarantee you uh, all their growth is due to their um, ridiculous population growth and their rule of one baby. You know, since since uh, it takes a, a guy and a girl to, you know, make a baby, right? So they need to have at least two kids to replace them, themselves in the population, right? But, you know, because of this, just, okay, everyone can only have one kid. Um, literally, their entire workforce is going to go into retirement within the next, I don't know, five to 10 years. And their working population is going to be just the just the league, it's going to be like five people trying to, you know, sustain 50, uh, we're talking ratios. It's, it's, it's just going to be so disproportionate and they don't know how to fix that. Cause I think they've allowed recently like two kids instead of one. Uh, but this is such a generational like problem. It's so slow that I, uh, uh, and, uh, the culture it's so embedded in their heads now, like, Oh, one kid is ideal. Um, that i doubt they're going to be able to fix it in time for uh them to just check you know reverse course basically and recover um because if you look at their uh, have you seen those population graphs right like uh where they show at the very top is the elderly the middle is everyone most people and at the very bottom are babies um theirs looks very it, it looks very disproportionate and uh their oldest, their biggest population is starting to creep into the, um, the top of the pyramid, the top of the graph, <clears throat> which is gonna, it's gonna be like an upside down triangle basically uh, in, a, in, a, in a couple, in a while. And India on the other hand is doing what they did uh, back in the uh, you nineties. Know, th- there's, there's that sneaking suspicion that they're gonna be the new China uh, around that time. just in terms of economic growth and, you know, they're finally going to industrialize um, much better. Uh, You know, they are starting to get more political. I mean, didn't they have like a thing with Kashmir just the other, you know, year? So they're starting to exert some military power around them, which is a sign of power, but it's also like a dick move because Kashmir is really not that threatening to them. Uh, But... I guess, right? Although, didn't they have like a, a serious altercation with China? Like, it, it almost came to nukes, like, not, not, not that long. yeah, India.
0: Mm. I don't think it would have come to nukes, but it definitely, <clears throat> there were a few Chinese killed and like,
1: yeah, one or two
0: Indians killed.
1: Yeah. Um, so I yeah, I, I would agree with you if it weren't for that like population problem. That's really it's really hard to ignore. Like I, I would credit like 80 to 90 percent of their success specifically to that, to their just ridiculous workforce. Mm. Bro, how can how can you say that? Oh, come on. What you, you're gonna give it to good old like ingenuity? Is, is that it? Like a good old hard work? What? what's
0: the like, i mean um it's more of a cultural thing i feel because india's population is also huge their their gdp is nowhere close to um china if if you use that logic then you would say any country that has a huge population should have a good economy so looking at like i think third the third most populous country is indonesia
1: um they're not exactly best of country to that i would say the reason china grew so much is because of the cheap labor and other people right and uh, a combination of that and their government uh tying up um foreign investments into their economy so that it's near impossible to pull that money out once it's invested into China, um, unless you have like some kind of leverage with the government. Uh, so once that becomes too unbearable, uh, uh, India, which has a very similar like big population can swoop with that cheap, like, the exact same thing. Uh, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like it, it, it's such a simple but effective uh, way to grow economically, um, if the labor is cheap enough, and you know distribution, and India has much better relations, uh, you know, being democracy, quote, quote unquote, um, that I think that once people realize like this is better for me uh, economically, they'll switch. Because I think even Sony, you know, like a pretty well known big company. Uh, has not been able to pull out a penny from China, even though it's been it has Sony stores in China, like it's been allowed to open franchise in China. Uh, but that's it, like that's that's where it stops. they haven't been able to like pull out any money investment or otherwise. I mean, which is brilliant on the Chinese government, like Jesus Christ, like they're they're using um, every trick in the economic book that. Uh, they can get who can blame them, right? Being oppressed and choosing the wrong gov- uh, type of government, communism. Like, please, if I'm not mistaken, I think that failed uh, pretty badly early on in its implementation. So either they didn't do it right or communism sucks. I'm leaning towards both as uh, the cause.
0: I feel you kind of trapped me in this because, like, like I want to give like very well thought out arguments that have been read and like there is definitely merit to your argument, but it's not it's not fully there because you can't you can't, there's never just one reason as to why something is is like this especially on a global scale between powers and China and the US and India it's it's very hard to just say oh yeah it's because of that um, because yeah that could be that could be a reason why it's doing all right but that is definitely not the only reason.
1: So you're saying is at about 10 years when I say I told you so, uh, we're gonna we're gonna have this conversation on record <laughs> and then i would be like remember when you told me it wasn't that just that one reason bam i, I, love it, I just i just feel like you're you're right if uh china was a uh democracy quote unquote uh then the the economic social like uh, influences would have to be a lot more subtle so it wouldn't look like straight-up imperialism. But because it is a communist uh, regime, um, they are free to pretty much whip out their dick and say, what are you going to do about it? We're communists. We, we don't play by your rules, by uh, just by design. Um, I mean, and no one the... can say anything.
0: Like their, with their belt and... Belt and Road initiatives, even though, yeah, it's very touch and go with most of it. It's still like impacting a lot and they have a lot more ties than India. So uh, a lot of countries across the world, especially in Africa, they are looking to China as an economic daddy almost
1: damn but, but but africa got the shaft the worst out of all the um colonized uh all the imperialism like i i took some time in, to really look at why africa was so um i don't know economically like just stunted um jesus christ it it they were imperialized to hell like and it, and it was just, it was, like, they were imperialized so hard that when other countries pulled out, it hurt them because they were so, like, it was so ingrained into, you only survive because you have this external economic support and you wouldn't be able to support yourself otherwise. And we're going to make sure you can't support yourself otherwise. So when they did pull out, you know, because modern times, it was like, oh, shit, we, like, <laughs> exactly what we plant. Yeah, like, this is what we... Planned against yeah, as, soon as,
0: as soon as these their their um, <laughs> fathers, mm. colonial dads.
1: Yeah. Pulled out no yeah, it's
0: their yeah. As soon as the parents went, um, the colonial, the new established countries were kind of like the fish in Finding Nemo when they mm. when they escaped the aquarium. They were like, now what? Yeah, it,
1: not exactly
0: the countries the countries that the europeans created were completely already conflict ridden so like there wasn't any more really a an other to pull together against
1: yes.
0: yeah um and the idea of n- like nationalism isn't really a huge thing in africa
1: right in africa. Uh- it's like, on, on the one hand, it's good. But on the other hand, it's bad. Right? Like, on the world stage, it's bad. But on the local stage, no way. The other way around? Uh, the point is, if people don't come together, then they, they don't get, uh, they don't scream loud enough on the world stage. Um, but if, yeah, and they also don't get along at the local levels. But at the same time, You know, a a lot of them have their own, like, traditions, beliefs, tribes, languages. Jesus Christ, like, just in in one country, uh, like, I've seen that there's, like, five or six different uh, tribes, languages, cultures, basically uh, just stuck together, and they don't get along. Um, And I think throughout the years, some of them have come close to, like, getting along, but it just never fully like goes through. Um and my, I and I
0: <laughs> my curiosity got the better of me because she texted me back. Um Please. so it it was very anticlimactic. I had a feeling it was gonna be something weird. She said uh so what are we doing and then i was like what do you mean and then she just said i love that song Uh, apparently it's a song
1: by egoism okay do do you think a she's playing it off because she didn't get the answer she wanted or b that was honest (laughs) that she that's what she honestly meant
0: honestly like at the moment i don't care like, I'm just enjoying my
1: pad thai. I'm, <laughs> I'm, so you're not trying to complicate things for yourself?
0: Nope, nope.
1: I enjoy
0: her company, but I know that I don't know if I want to be serious with this girl because, um, yeah, I'm not going to divulge any personal I'm not, stuff.
1: I... Concede that there is a wisdom in uh, wanting to be peaceful, like not wanting to create waves. You know, not wanting trouble. Um, but it's been my experience that uh, girls want decisiveness, or else they'll go somewhere else for for the decisiveness.
0: That's what happened with Mm. with me and Veronica. Mm.
1: Hey, (laughs) (laughs) Um, damn, yeah, honestly,
0: I feel like (laughs) her name is almost every time we talk. Her her name has to be brought up at least once. But I feel now like. I want to tell you exactly what, like, because the thing is, I'm in a class called The Rise of China. And my, this entire weekend, I am planning to like, do all the re- do the readings that I haven't done yet. Um, I have to prepare for my final, which is um, due do, do on Monday. Like, I'll know what it is on Sunday, okay. but I won't. Yeah, I'll know what it is on Sunday, but I do want to have the readings behind my back um, just so that I can be confident in writing.
1: Confidence and also, I have a
0: fucking research paper that you do. Mm-hmm. Um, China and Africa and South Africa's
1: relations. Wow, it sounds also oh, that's why you pointed out that Africa wants China as a, as a daddy.
0: Well, no, it's not that they want it, it's already happening. Um, like, believe
1: me. I know. Why, like whenever you go to South Africa to visit family, you start hearing Mandarin every now and then? (laughs) What? Uh, Is the way that you're able to tell it's happening is that when you go visit South Africa, uh, you start to hear Mandarin (laughs) being spoken in the background?
0: (laughs) No, but there are more and more like infrastructure projects that are done by uh, Chinese workers uh, there are more Chinese people setting up a shop here and there. Um, yeah, and like it's a thing across, across not only South Africa. It's, it's in, if not, if not all of Africa, definitely
1: most. Do you think that, uh, that sort of imperialism is going to impact the diamond uh, export trade?
0: Mm-hmm. I, I mean, the, uh, no, because that, that's, it's, country, so, it's, a, that it's still a
1: surprisingly together. lucrative business surprising, after all these years for some reason.
0: Oh, yeah. Um, diamonds. Diamonds are always going to be lucrative until they synthesize a harder element, mm. which I think is synthesizable, but it's just easier to get diamonds. And until like we can create adamantium or some bullshit, um, awesome. where we can where it works the best, like for drills and stuff, diamonds will definitely be used because you get saws that that have like tiny bits of diamond in it. You get drills, so for a lot of like hardcore equipment, especially drills.
1: Um, you need. Mean- so, right. So, with China's modern imperialism in full swing, uh, do you think that will ever clash with Middle Eastern interests? I mean, to this day, they still hold the oil. Correct me if I'm wrong, though. China, like America, loves it some oil.
0: Well, no, you're not wrong. Uh, they're uh, they're still trying to develop their country, even though it's pretty developed, but they're they're doing more and more and bigger and better um, and like they will look for they will look for sources where they can get just any resources, not only. Oil, like, I think a huge percentage of Australia's GDP is influenced by by China's um, uh, investment. They're importing a lot of Australian minerals.
1: Yeah, from what I hear, yeah, Australia is pretty rich in like copper and some other. Right, what is it? Um, raw ores. What this I said
0: I sent you a pretty decent video about um, about China uh, uh, when you have time give it a give it a, a look
1: a look <clears throat> one hour okay on
0: another topic side note <laughs> Uh, I got my first vaccine yesterday. So, how I do you feel? I've been feeling groggy today. And the worst thing is, I went to my restoration job. Um, and we were, we had to like constantly load up wheelbarrows with mulch and <laughs> take them to one place and back.
1: And it's just that sounds horrible i'm tired oh. my- No, tell so, yeah, no I, I i got my second one two weeks ago bro i'm unkillable now i'm immortal i could survive a nuclear explosion all right <laughs> the second the second what the, sec- the second yeah. one will will uh it will hurt your soul not your body your soul you're basically the five people cockroach right ah. They say, I, I heard this line that insects um, by design seem to be uh, God's favorite, right? Because they can, they can walk on water. A lot of them can uh, basically die and resurrect. A lot of them can fly. Uh, so, you know, all these biblical, like they seem to be the favorites in creation. Yeah. <sighs> Imagine
0: Imagine the world had a higher oxygen concentration.
1: Uh, get scorpions the size of dogs and stuff. Jesus. Oh, God. Um, oh, oh that, that reminds me. Um, what are your thoughts on the origin of the, of the COVID-19 virus? I mean, what do you mean? All right, so there's only like what six or seven level five labs in the world right uh Uh, or level four labs and everyone knows like it there these labs are so like um well known across the world that like you everyone knows where they are all of them and Uh uh it just so happens that in wuhan you know the chinese have their own level four lab where they uh happened it was also known that they were uh, working on the exact uh, two animals whose DNA they found in the COVID-19 virus Um, and you know when the SARS outbreak happened the Chinese government found the cave where it came from within within a week right but mysteriously you know the COVID-19 they just can't figure out where in Wuhan it originated for some reason right Mm. um so so the the question is like is is it obvious that there was a mistake like they literally like someone messed up and they accidentally released something they were working on i mean i'm not saying it was a weapon like a lot of the times um labs will mess with viruses just to look at certain proteins if they're able to be biologically synthesized or something
0: Okay, if I want to go into conspiracy theorist mode, yeah, you know, please. I'll definitely. I'll definitely say, yeah, there's a huge possibility that happened. But if I'm like thinking rationally and professionally, then a wet market, which is the most, like, I'm 90, 95% sure that it's that it's happened in a wet market i'm almost 100 percent sure that it's happening in a wet market because like all the animals are together in such a close proximity they shit on each other they
1: piss on each other um yeah but but for this flu virus to have like these three factors right it it, it has pangolin dna it has bat dna and they happen to be um Genetically uh, rec- recombined, reconfigured to uh, be compatible with human uh, cells. Because, you um, know, interspecies like virus hopping is exceedingly rare.
0: Well, I mean, shit, it's a wet market. So, like, like things are able to happen. So, <laughs>
1: Yeah, but if that were true when this type of thing okay, come on, this, this virus would have to like do jump through quite a bit of hoops to like Look, survive I'm, I'm three the, species. The
0: conspiracy conspiracy theory me says, I totally agree with you. I think there was a thing. But I think what's funny for me in general, like the world can believe that it was a wet market and china should definitely ban them because they are fucking disgusting and they are r- just wrong because it's so many exotic animals that should not be in such close human contact live especially so like fresh meat right next Basically. to live uh, like infected bird or something that's,
1: uh, okay. that's where, where do you where's the line of uh, conspiracy and uh, plausible uh, is it, um, deniability plausible deniability is that
0: within a certain block radius, there may have been a, a lab test, like a, a lab that's testing um, one or two or both of these subjects. And
1: um so it's can... coincidence that the virus just happens to have the DNA of the two animals we know for a fact were being um experimented on in the lab.
0: Yeah, maybe maybe um uh researcher got careless.
1: Okay. Um
0: didn't yeah. follow
1: the protocol.
0: The protocol and yeah. wanted to go for a Axolotl
1: burger or something. Damn, those, those little guys, um, they're pretty interesting axolotls actually. I heard that they're um, they're salamanders that have a genetic mutation that doesn't let them mature all the way. And that uh, we know the gene that um, is responsible for salamander maturity. So if you can reactivate it and they've done it on a, an axolotl, it will fully develop into a salamander. Uh, if if you do that, it's kind of interesting. Fun fact, just throwing it out there. a Little bio info. Thanks. We should come back to biology. We miss you. No, we have chemistry.
0: <laughs> we have uh, bio six B, right?
1: Oh, uh, the uh, professor. Um, damn it, he was. He was easy, he was pretty cool because he was easy. Um, Damn it. But yes, actually, I remember now. Yeah, that's that's the class where um, Veronica was there and uh, uh, Alex and Shiva, right? Yeah. Right? It's like, that was a lifetime ago. right is it starting is, start, is, is time starting to hit you like do you think you'll have that existential crisis at some point
0: well at have the moment, oh yeah fuck yeah um at the moment like my body is so broken
1: <laughs> so so it's a breaking of the body and a breaking of the soul that have been in yeah. tandem.
0: For a long time I've just lived mainly for the next day. Didn't really have too long plans in the future. Mm. And part of it was simply because of my circumstances um, and like now like with with trying to return to work um after not working for such a long time and also not working out for a long time i um i feel that my body just cannot handle it and i i don't know if i told you this but i started seeing a um like doctors a group of doctors uh where i'm getting like uh physiotherapy once a week uh, uh massage therapy every other every third week acupuncture every third week and osteopathy 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 every so week.
1: you're going all out
0: yeah Just... dude like because the what the doctor said when she analyzed me um, was basically my like my body. It the training I had was good for for me to be able to do minimal stuff, but because because my body is so used to being. In a certain position, um, it like breaks down, and it uses certain muscles that like that really want that really overcompensate for others, and vice versa. Um, So like, I don't have just pain in my right side anymore; it's also in my left side because my left side is overcompensating for my right.
1: holy shit Uh, so basically uh, you're going to turn into Captain America and become the uh, example of a human specimen by the end of all this that's the dream that's the dream (laughs) okay so so this all started because you started to experience uh, more pain than usual or more discomfort
0: sorry so, you started What this girl is sending me is really weird i mean she said she was smoking weed so i think that's like i just remembered that and that makes
1: sense now because like i'm really confused you know they say the mind is the first thing to go at a certain age
0: <laughs> anyway but yeah what was your question
1: yeah it's just so it was like an increased level of discomfort that kind of started you on this like um heightened path towards wellness
0: yeah i would say that like constant back aches and hip pains and um just fatigue uh, and like I want because I wanted to start working out again but the physiotherapist that I, um, I've been seeing like this tomorrow will be my third session with him um, uh, he told me he advised me against going for a run because he doesn't want me to use muscles that aren't like he's telling me to give it some more time, because the treatments that I'm getting with the uh the alignments of the osteopath and the muscle relaxation from acupuncture and massage therapy should be able to co coax co-, 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 co my my body into like just relax relaxing certain tension in certain parts okay. because i have a lot of tense te- tension especially around my okay. like it hinders it hinders full range of motion
1: bro you sound like you just had a car accident yeah I, I see that a lot with car accidents uh car accident patients uh, they they have muscles that are just tense. Uh, oh yeah, no, but
0: the thing is for me it's years of tension. Mm. Years. So I know a car accident is immediate trauma and then your your muscles get in this weird tension but I'm used to it. Mm. And like last week, holy shit like the the physiotherapist was like prodding and poking me at certain points and it hurt like a motherfucker okay yeah it hurt like a motherfucker mm. but it did help with my range of motion
1: okay so it's the yeah okay yes yeah it's definitely and as you mentioned it's just certain muscles that uh Don't usually get used uh, or just not used to being in motion.
0: Mm -hmm. Like, I struggle lifting my right arm up. As you can see, like, I'm tensing this part and my neck goes in, like, like that, Mm -hmm. Uh, because I'm using certain muscles incorrectly because they're tense and um, because it's. I, I guess my brain built up this specific way to to move to do that specific motion.
1: And that's how it be. Well, that's how it be at the moment, but it sounds like it, it doesn't have to be. Sounds like there's definitely there's definitely things you can do and are doing to Make it be something else. Yeah,
0: that's that's a, I'm. I'm just saying that's how it's uh,
1: right. Currently, there. be yeah. That's how I currently be.
0: How I currently be.
1: You know, uh, the other day I saw this quote. You know, it was it, or two quotes. Uh, the first one was, uh, uh, "No enemy has been able to lay uh, has has been able to put a scar in my heart." The ones that are there were made by people who said they loved me. right? And then this other one uh, by the great Liam Neeson, and I swear he has the best lines. uh, He said, uh, one day you catch yourself wishing the person you love the most never existed, just so you would be spared the pain of having known them. Damn, yeah, no, both of those quotes just kind of sat with me for, for, or they've been to this day, just now. They're, like, they're still sitting with me. Uh, can you say it again? Hmm?
0: Yeah. Can you go with it again? I'm sorry? Yeah, can you, can you repeat the quote? I want to...
1: Oh, uh, which one?
0: The Liam Neeson quote.
1: Uh, one day uh, you'll catch yourself wishing the person you love the most never existed, just so you can... Uh, he spared the pain of having known them
0: i mean i guess it depends i guess it really depends because like you know, i don't know my my ex um she sent me a, a birthday present um okay. Yeah, she sent me a birthday present and like yeah it was lame items it was socks a candle and a bar also. but she knows me as a non-materialistic person and like the socks definitely from my favorite book uh hitchhiker's guide so it's nice. i haven't opened them yet but it's these these socks with the with the planets like sticking their tongue out Um, and then like the 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 note she she added to it was um it was short and sweet but it maintained enough uh uh i guess it had some good uh sentimental value um And, like, I, because at the moment, she's, she, that quote, like, by Liam Neeson, that's definitely applicable to her, but all of, maybe, maybe it might um change as the years go by, but.
1: Okay, does that, has that ever come through, though? Things ever change as the years go by? Or do things just become more defined as the years go by?
0: I don't know. I think I think they do. There is uh, a lot of change, uh, especially if you seek change. Um,
1: mm, so you find what you're looking for. That the confirmation bias is that what, you, what you're saying? Honestly, yeah,
0: because sometimes if you're looking for something and you don't really have an idea what it is you just wonder a bit and like sure like most of the time you will find something i'm not gonna say oh yeah you definitely are gonna find something because there might be there might be a, a time when you're like completely lost and you have no clue what what is happening.
1: Mm. But, I think the, the, those are the most interesting moments. I think in life, full of uh, possibilities.
0: Yeah, and like at the end of the day, I think there there you will have people um, who will always definitely be there. Like i have i have people who who will be there and like maybe they're far, like my best friend for example i know i I know like he can he will, he would have my back okay
1: yeah. that gives you comfort yeah mm. must be nice. Speaking of comfort, are you getting the PS5? <laughs> uh, not at the moment. Maybe. Maybe, also, maybe. So you're a PlayStation person over Xbox? Yeah.
0: At all, like play uh, Xbox, Xbox 360 over PS3, but 100% PS4 over Xbox One
1: why if I may be so bold in
0: questioning your judgment? I guess there was slightly better slightly better things that were available with the Xbox 360 and then slightly better things with the PS um, PS4 because I've played both like PS3 and um, 360. For example, I I enjoyed the performance a bit better on the three sixty, and I enjoyed the controllers a bit more. Oh no, a lot more. But then with the with the uh, like the new controllers, it kind of leveled the playing field with the PS four, um, and also like a be- just a better um, processing and stuff.
1: I would argue against all that uh, in terms of, uh, okay. So the the, the, the most um, criticism, or the biggest criticism against uh, Xbox is um, they're so new to the console game, uh, the console space that they don't really have any uh, legacy games. Um, to pull from except for halo you know that's the joke mm-hmm. like oh, yeah like that's that's the joke right like all you got is halo what again and, and gears gears is awesome though I, I, I like it um but but the point is uh you know microsoft has not buying these video game like development companies like rare and did they buy bethesda i believe they recently did um which is unfortunate but the the point being what do you look for in a console like do you just play it straight like what they release for it do you you ever try to like for example hack it like uh the one made from in my opinion what made like the PSP great was the fact that you could uh, hack it you know it, it you can play uh Game Boy Advance games PlayStation One, you can download uh, PSP games and play them for free um, if you just put in the extra effort. And the PS3 uh, was that for its generation; like it was easily or easier to hack, uh, which means you you had an open library of PS2 games your PS3 games for free, right? Like illegally downloaded. Like the secret to, you know, a lot of things in life, you know, the secret ingredient is a bit of crime, but uh, you have this selection uh, that you just wouldn't have in an Xbox in the same condition. And from what I understand, uh, the 360 was never hacked. It's like super solid in its security, which on the one hand is, is good, you know, no one steals your information, but it's bad because y- you can't do anything past what Microsoft lets you do. You know, which which may or may not play uh, a factor in people getting consoles, right?
0: Well, yeah. Mm. I mean, I didn't really look for that Uh I didn't really look for that when I had it. Uh, Honestly, I just like playing it. I I think uh, for me, it was more of a nostalgia factor because I've never really been a hardcore gamer.
1: Mm -hmm. Who has? Who has actually been a hardcore gamer and not just saying it? You know, I, I haven't met anyone who's legit. You know, there's a lot of people that say, yeah, man, I'm a hardcore gamer. I've been playing I don't know, Tetris, since it came out back in 1964. It's like, you're only five years old, though. Like, you weren't even around. (laughs) But the point is, um, I don't think anyone has really been a hardcore gamer, unless, you know, you legit owned a, like, uh, a PC and just emulated the hell out of everything that came your way. Um, I know know some some
0: people who... They're like hardcore. So gamer. they
1: live. They live and breathe um, Street Fighter Five.
0: No, they like they. They played a lot of games, and they used to uh, download games, crack games, hack
1: certain mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. <sighs> you know, recently. Um, I, I I had I was having I was starting to have like a little like a little crisis of identity. Um, I I had um, I saw they they announced the game that got me interested. Like before this game was announced, I was not interested in the PlayStation Five at all or mm-hmm. the Xbox. Like no, I wasn't interested in the next gen. Nothing called my attention. They 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 announced this game called Guilty Gear Strive. It's a fighting game, one v one. But the point is it looked nice and and it kind of reinvigorated my like interest in uh, fighting games 1v1. Like 90% of my PlayStation 2 and PlayStation 3 collections are 1v1 fighting games. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I dusted off the, the old PS3, the PlayStation 4 uh, just to see, you know, they still worked. Um and I started to like play again. So my my brother, who's like 13, um, you know, he's he's also interested in in the fighting games, right? So so we we playing and he's destroying me, like completely crushing me. He's crushing my soul, like he's my will to live with 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 how badly he's beating me. Right. And um I was starting you know I had that moment where I was like maybe I was never as good as I thought I was uh maybe it's just I just played people who sucked at these fighting games and I just thought I was good um and as a last like you know this I, I had planned I was I wanted to play this game that I had started just as a uh, farewell to this passing interest again I was like you know Marvel versus Capcom 2. You know, like, just uh, one, one playthrough should not hurt, right? Like, even if I get beat, I'm doing this for the nostalgia I played. It takes me a round to remember the controls, but uh, I, it, it just came back, dog. Like, everything, you know, like, I had the, that moment of, uh, I don't know if you've had, uh, it's like a mix of nostalgia and experience just flooding back, your muscle memory, your fingers remember the combo motions. You know, it was like Ultra Instinct Goku. I was like, oh my God, that's right. Uh, And it it like, it just felt like I was able to inhale (laughs) again. You know, I was like, (laughs) I came back to life. Like it got to the point where I I chose uh, random characters, you know, and I was like, all right, I'll choose random characters. Let's let's do this. My brother wasn't able to get past the first uh, of my three random characters. You know, and then everything else came back, and I was like, "That's right." You know, uh, there there was once a glint of greatness. (laughs) There was the kernel of truth, and and, you know, like the, the past, the skill, the hours you know put into it. Um. It it honestly, man, like I haven't felt like that. It was probably the the mix of nostalgia and the beating that I was able to hand my brother after him having beat my ass in almost every single like game that we played that particular day. Um, it was extremely satisfying and, and uh, I don't know what the, what the word is. Um, refreshing. you ever have that, that refresh feeling? Like, uh, like, yeah, that's right. Like this, this is, I'm home. This is my element. I am I am Lord and Master in this household.
0: Age of Vampires Two would definitely Age of
1: Empires. So so this is this is the coat you slip on, and you become uh, yourself even more so <laughs> than you already are.
0: Really, because I I I've seen hardcore Age of Empires people play, and that intimidates me because I I I just like playing a. Uh, Relaxed game, and I feel, I feel like, I can just enjoy myself when playing that game.
1: Enjoy yourself, giggity
0: Uh huh. But, like, I like, I like, um, sometimes playing, um, um Call of Duty games, because. Mm. Yeah. Uh I used to I used to uh play a lot of Modern Warfare 2 back in the day. Uh, but now I, I've been playing Modern Warfare, but I haven't I haven't played um PlayStation in a few weeks now. I turned it off. So yeah.
1: Is there a reason why you you're distancing from that?
0: Yeah, the main reason was like I I guess I just had a rude awakening I got really seriously like I I was already depressed because of uh, COVID and stuff and then um, my ex my ex just randomly in the middle of the night told me that she was seeing someone else why she informed me that she was seeing someone else so like on the one hand like maybe she cares about me to inform me but on the other hand definitely like she did not have to tell me like that I'm sounds
1: not, like a dick move on her part. Yeah, i'm
0: not i'm not gonna go i'm not gonna text her saying hey yo uh i i'm seeing some other girl that's weird um, I, okay you,
1: you don't Feel like that was a direct insult. That okay. That felt very deliberate. It's it's like she wanted to slap you, uh, you know, but couldn't because of the distance. So she did the next best thing.
0: Maybe. Why Maybe. no?
1: Th- what is this? The same one that sent you the gift of socks. Yep. Uh, does she, Honestly, okay. Not- she's not aware of like how mean that.
0: To, to be is... to be fair i was her first relationship
1: Stop. all right st- so, st- i'm gonna stop you right there no to be what is this nuts to be fair to, to be she she tells you you know she she whips her dick out in front of you slaps you with it and you're still like a to be fair on her behalf
0: well yeah because i did her wrong in the beginning of our relationship and
1: like wrong um, does not uh, you know is, does not excuse uh, a response that is also in the same vein gets there
0: well i mean i don't know like i i don't really like, as a as a thought of stoicism i shouldn't I should not really care
1: no uh, stoicism isn't not caring it's it's having the peace of mind to respond to the best of your ability it's not inactivity it's, i don't it's have just...
0: to, i don't have to respond that's true
1: this. Yeah, That's true
0: um because like if it if it was a direct um a direct uh insult which I highly doubt it was. Um, then, then that's on her conscience. I, I don't really care. I'm moving. I'm trying to, but I'm moving on with my life. I'm seeing someone else. Um, I'm trying to graduate. I'm moving away. There's a lot. So of it
1: sounds to me like you're excusing her misbehavior because that's what that is with like well i'm doing so much better it's not like she really matters anyway you're you're right you're right in that regard you're absolutely right but at the same time you, you gotta say i mean at what point do you draw the line with like hey cut that out you can't talk to me like that like i'm not angry i have no ill will towards you but you definitely can't talk to me like that this is not permissible
0: Well, yeah, but um, honestly, I I don't know what to say and don't know mm. what to do, so I don't really care. You uh, sound
1: like an abused, emotionally abused person, man.
0: On that note, I I'm not. I don't want to. I don't want to continue with this okay. story. Okay um because like i've i don't want to over rationalize it i don't want to think about it i don't okay. want to give it the time of day mm. because i don't feel that it merits any of my thought
1: okay
0: um but also like the pad thai hit me and i've been like running on fumes for the last few few minutes no, i can um,
1: tell man you're, you're you're seeing more like droopy like it, it's it's uh your head it looks like your head is heavy um yeah no if you want to call it a night that's fine i understand uh I'm, I'm grateful that you gave me the time of evening that you did i i you know i love i love these chats like uh i guess i'm just a conversation guy um thank you for for, for yeah, this.
0: definitely Maybe we should do it again sometime Next time next time don't spring up on on these heavy conversations like that because I like to I like to I guess um just be a bit not to inform but rather I I like to be prepared.
1: Okay. No, yeah, hey, but remember. Like, uh gotta yeah, be like muhammad ali like light on your feet light, or fly like a butterfly stick like a bee uh-huh. a-, a man never goes looking for a fight but he's always ready for one you know that's that's, that's mm. the mod, that's that's the moral of today's barney and friends episode
0: <laughs> indeed Amen. do you think i like I should work 28 hours for spring break week. Um,
1: I would say yes, unless you have the option to travel. Uh, just because of uh, COVID and lockdown, um, I just believe it's just better to keep like you know, move as much as possible. But if it's either that or stay at home or Go somewhere that's still close, then, then just work. You know, give yourself that padding of money for that time frame. It, it doesn't hurt. It helps.
0: Um, with the, with this girl, um like we discussed, maybe like in spring breaking camping overnight, um or going up to a half moon day. So that sounds um, awesome.
1: Actually, if, yeah. if, you, if that's an option, bro, you go for it regardless of anything. Uh, that sounds like just a cool thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. So so the question isn't if, it's uh, what to bring to this picnic. Yeah. Um, when
0: in a texture.
1: Yeah, man. Ah, the, the, the older I think I get, the, the more I realize that uh, the, the age of adventure stops when you stop uh, adventuring, you know, it's, it's when you start second guessing, like going out versus staying home or working, mm-hmm. that your age of adventures is dangerously close to ending, because <laughs> that should never be the question unless you genuinely need the money then that's just being responsible
0: like I genuinely need the money <laughs> oh well and I don't have the I guess the mode of transportation because I'm basically where you were a few years ago
1: damn oh car nice <laughs> must so, be nice so, so so you have to uh, you have to rely on charm and conversation to get places the the worst thing is like um yeah
0: i have charm and i like having conversations but as like you you know that you, you know me but um i've seen i'm not i'm not too confident of a person i'm mm-hmm.
1: that really messes with me. Yeah, like, people can be really stupid but confident and get fairly far in their endeavors. Um, Or or smart and confident and get even further. But the point is, confidence does move mountains, you know, in a certain way. Indeed. Hey, that should be part of your uh, wellness plan. Like, you know, all this... Osteopathy and then also some like cognitive therapy for confidence, bro. You would be like uberman, uberman, like by the time it's, it's over. Like, it's just...
0: like, honestly, I think the easiest way to just build my confidence is first of all, like this, this will be my last thought, and then I really want to go take a shower and then just pass out in bed. But nice. um, I think the best is like the the restoring my body just getting that full range of motion so that i can finally go to the gym and stuff uh like start spending money at the gym instead of just uber eats and shit um because that that does waste a lot of money um um and then because, like, I know when working out, I do tend to eat better food. I tend to want to buy groceries for myself and stuff, as well as um, with that boost of dopamine and stuff, um, like, and like uh, cleaning my room. I want to, we, like there's a there's a bunch of things that it feels like dominoes, and as soon as the one falls, then it will all fall in place. But um, yeah, like um, I do this weekend. I have I got uh, emails from from my health insurance about speaking to a psychiatrist, and I would like to schedule that. As soon as possible. Uh, even though this week I've been sitting on my ass and not doing it, but I would like to actually, you know, first steps.
1: if you ever get to the point of like hiking, um, feel free to invite me. I like hikes. Uh, I like uh,
0: yeah, trails sure.
1: and, and mountain stuff.
0: Oh. Say, um, come through. Come yeah. through next weekend if you want um not this weekend mm-hmm. but the weekend after finals um like just come through whenever on uh, we can we can hike here uh at upper campus
1: okay yeah uh i'm down uh what uh monday uh sunday saturday which which of the weekend days uh, i'll
0: let you know closer to the date Okay, probably closer. Probably
1: on Sunday. Okay. Yeah. I'll I'll you know. Hey, sounds like a plan. Sounds like a date. All right. All right, man.
0: Una fecha importante. Una cita importante. What's isn't the fecha a date?
1: Fecha is date. Uh, cita is like um. Cita is
0: appointment. It, it,
1: it's 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 an appointment but it like uh when <laughs> when a guy and a girl um go out they, they call it sita more, more than itcha.
0: i see all right well that's my <laughs> anglo brain for you
1: well Oops, all, right. all right man good night see.